Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks on this 288th podcast. And remember, we did a correction there on 287 287 and 287A. And we're so thrilled to be back with you with these songs of the night. We're looking at these psalms, which means songs. And boy, God is doing a work. Stephanie Wesco, my friend Stephaniah from Warsaw, Indiana. So, uh, Stephanie, I mean, you you are... uh, all right, I'm just going to say this. You know, I've been getting letters from people, and I didn't, I didn't give Stephanie warning on this, so I wanted to, I wanted to read a letter about the podcast, and, and we got a few of them. We got like six or ten that I haven't really done anything with, but this one I wanted to read. Uh, it says, Dear Doug and Stephanie, the Lord is using this podcast to change my life. Stephanie is great. Stephanie is helpful. Stephanie has all the answers to these psalms and makes me very happy. Thank you again. Well, I just want to point out to the letter writer here that uh, I think Stephanie's all those things too. But there's a second person on this podcast. Anyway, we're back with Stephanie. See, I would have said the exact opposite. I would have said Doug has all the answers. Doug is awesome. It's, it's too late. It's too late. But tomorrow's letter. You didn't give me any warning. I, I, I didn't because I didn't. Well, you know, here's the thing. Stephanie, I got to tell you, you're akin to a hero to many of these ladies who are listening. And you know what? I like that. And I like that maybe I help out the ladies and men too, but I am thankful for you. And I just wanted to point that out. I'm thankful for you. You're my friend. When we hang up the phone, Debbie and I are trying to get tickets for Easter week to come see you and the kids for a few days. And uh, oh, you that on the radio. Uh, I get make me cry. Well, and I mean, <laughs> I, you know, you know, you're uh, among our favorite peeps. So, so with that, Stephanie, I mean, take a second. I mean, we always expect so much of you, but take a second to say what this podcast and what, like this great lady who just wrote, how you're helping her. Take a second to say what the podcast means to you. Wow. Well, this podcast, um, I would say it's it's an exciting part of why, why God has us here. Um I'm just thankful to be a, to be a little, you know, I'm just a little piece of a big puzzle um, that I want to be a part of God's puzzle that he's putting together as he put pieces, puts pieces of lives back together as he does miracles, as he shows himself strong. I'm just humbled that I get to be a tiny piece of that puzzle. Yeah. Well, and you get to be a great big piece of that puzzle. And uh, so today we, we transition. And, and thank you, folks, for listening to us. We are honored. We're honored to get you notes. we got a great note we're going to read tomorrow. And uh, we're honored. We're honored just to be able to stand up and, and uh, uh, be able to work with you guys. We pray 
Stephanie said a sweet prayer a little while ago. We always pray for you guys. We always pray for these podcasts. We, you know, I, I thank my wife, Debbie, who listens to these podcasts, who's just a, a room away from me right now, who's always been helpful. And I thank Stephanie's kids who are being quiet right now. I thank Thor for not barking too much. And so much is going on, but we, we're just so thankful and uh, so honored to be able to come to you. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and have Stephanie read. I've been fighting some allergies. I, uh, so I walk every morning. And as I mentioned yesterday, when we were talking yesterday, boy, these flowers are beating on me. And I'm on allergy, uh, an allergy medicine, like a Claritin or something. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's like that uh, from my doctor, from the VA. And it just doesn't seem to be catching up with all this plant stuff. So Stephanie, we're in Psalm 78, not the easiest of Psalms to go through. But all God's word is profitable. All God's words are uh, helpful. All God's words are needful. And uh, so if you could go ahead and read for us. I, Stephanie and I decided that we were going to go ahead and do verses 40 through 55. Uh, so Stephanie, if you could go ahead and read them for us this morning. Sure. How oft did they provoke him in the wilderness and grieve him in the desert? Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. They remembered not his hands, nor the day when he delivered them from the enemy. How he had wrought his signs in Egypt and his wonders in the field of Zoan. And had turned their rivers into blood and their floods that they could not drink. He sent divers sorts of flies among them, which devoured them, and frogs which destroyed them. He gave also their increase unto the caterpillar, and their labor unto the locust. He destroyed their vines with hail, and their sycamore trees with frost. He gave up their cattle also to the hail, and their flocks to hot thunderbolts. He cast upon them the fierceness of his anger, wrath, and indignation, and trouble, by sending evil angels among them. He made a way to his anger. He spared not their soul from death, but gave their life over to pestilence and smote all the firstborn in Egypt, the chief of their strength in the tabernacles of Ham. And but made his own people to go forth like sheep and guided them in the wilderness like a flock. He led them on safely so that they feared not, but the sea overwhelmed their enemies. And he brought them to the border of his sanctuary even to this mountain which was which his right hand had purchased he cast out the heathen also before them and divided them in inheritance by line and made the tribes of israel to dwell in their tents wow and you know just like yesterday stephanie that first verse uh it's a defining verse and and i know you know i we kind of picked it out this way and when I told Stephanie the verses a little while ago and she was looking at them and, you know, Stephanie always goes out of her way to get a song ready and stuff. But we were talking about the verses we were going to do. And I went right down to that verse 40 again, Stephanie. And it did we do the knucklehead segment? We did. All right. No, we didn't. Did we skip the knuckle? Well, we got to double up on that tomorrow. This is more important. We're in God's word now. We'll go back. Yeah, to it. That, I figured I figured this was more important than knucklehead so yeah i think it really is uh though we i think it is god's work to help people not be knuckleheads but that first verse stephanie <laughs> how oft did they provoke him in the wilderness and grieve him in the desert and you know here we are again why why do we as humans 
uh, not get right who God is in our life. And, and when I say we, I'm talking about everybody, Stephanie. You know that. I'm not judging people who are on this podcast. I'm not judging you. I'm not judging me. We're all there. How do we forget yeah. our first love? How do we, what's, what's messing us up, Stephanie? What are you thinking? Well, I think we get away from our first love because we get our focus off of who Jesus Christ is. Yeah. We get our eyes, you know, on, on be it good works, be it a thousand other things. It's off of Jesus. And you know, yeah, there's, there's, the God, there's God suckers, Stephanie. You know, like I talked about the other day, there's fun suckers that suck the fun out of your life. Well, friends, I'm here to tell you something today, and I don't mean this in a terrible way, but it's true. You know, there's God suckers in our life. There's those people who do things to us, and they stink, you know? And if we're yeah. not careful, we're going to pay more attention to the knuckleheads that are doing bad things in our life than we are God. And, yeah. and, and, and when I'm saying that, Stephanie, I'm looking in the mirror. I'm not pointing at anybody anywhere. Uh Certainly not Stephanie, who I always tell you guys is among my favorite people in the world, and I think she's uh, the opposite of a God sucker. But I think if we let anything sneak with into us, and and whatever that is, and it can be bad things, Stephanie, it can be real bad junk that's happened in our lives. And you know what I found? Rumor spreaders, people who uh, bring things up. People who constantly want to bring up the past, want to bring up sin, want to tell us how to live our lives, want to tell us who to go out with, want to tell us who to marry, want to tell us what to eat, want to tell... They suck God out of our lives. And we yeah. end up provoking Him because of that. So how do we get rid of the God suckers, Stephanie? Well, I mean, there's, there's a reason we, we have to separate from people sometimes. And... Um, I was just reading in Proverbs this morning about um, not rebuking someone who's not going to listen anyway. And people that have chosen to turn their back on God, even, you know, now we're dealing with these people who are so religious and yet are the most evil God-hating people you've ever met in your life under the cloak of Christianity. And um, you just have to separate from them. Um Jesus talked about not casting your pearls before swine, lest they turn and rend you. And this is where I, this is why separation has to take place sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know by separation, you know this doesn't have to be uh, a long, formal, dragged out craziness. It's just if they go to the same church as us, we go to the pastor and say, listen, I'm just separate. It doesn't even have to be done with the pastor if we just tell people, listen, I'm not going to hang around with you because you're sucking God out of me. Uh, mm -hmm. But if it gets to a point where they won't accept that and they're in your same church, well, then you got to bring it to the next level. But don't be around God suckers because look, it says in verse 41, Stephanie, it says, yes, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. So when God suckers come into our life, when bad things start happening, when Life turns upside down when things aren't going great, Stephanie. These God suckers are out there. We're limiting God. Yeah. And we're yeah. limiting, you know, I might be limiting God when I'm having a bad day for my wife uh, being close to God. I might be limiting God when I'm having a bad day from my best bud, uh, Stephanie. I might be limiting God in, you know, there's so many ways that this can happen to all of us. But we limit God when the God suckers show up. <clears throat> and, yeah. you know, uh, and, and, you know, 
can I say this without making people mad? Um, Hallmark is God suckers, the Hallmark channel. Uh, some of the news channels are God suckers. Some of these Facebook groups, some of these people go out of their way to point out everything bad that happened in the last 2,000 years of Christianity. Some of these people, you know, listen, folks, um, what we need to do is find what's good, what's pure, what's honest, what's just, to be living that joy from jail that Paul g gives us and talks about. And, and Stephanie, they said they remembered not his hand, nor the day when he delivered them from the enemy. How he had wrought his signs in Egypt and his wonders in the field of Zon. Zon. And think about that for a minute, Stephanie. They don't remember the things his hand had done. They, they didn't remember uh, the things in Egypt, the signs in Egypt. And, and they had turned their rivers into blood and their floods. And they could not drink. He sent uh, divers, sorts of flies among them which devoured them in the frogs, which destroyed them. He gave also their increase uh, unto the caterpillar in their labor unto the locust. He destroyed their vines, talking again to the enemy here, and, and their sycamore trees with frost. He, he gave up their cattle also uh, to, uh, to the head and their flocks to not thunderbolts. He cast upon them the fearness of anger, wrath, and indignation, and the trouble by sending evil amongst them. He made a way to his anger. He spared not their soul from their death, but gave their life over to pestilence, and smote all the firstborn in Egypt, the chief of their strength, and the tabernacles of Ham. But you know, everything he's saying, Stephanie, he spared the children of Israel from. He covered, man, they put the blood on the doors. They hid out. They knew what to stay with. He let these people escape uh, the bondage. And, and he's still letting people escape bondage today, Stephanie. And I mean, you know, that was just a big chunk of verses. How does that apply to 2021 with what God's doing now? Well, God's the same God he was then. And um, I think there's several lessons you can come away from this from this passage with, but remembering that as children of God, we have ex access to him. He's our heavenly father. And to not forget what he's done for us, to not forget the ways he's shown himself strong on our behalf, um, the way that the children of Israel did, that we wouldn't grieve him, that we wouldn't provoke him, that we wouldn't limit him. I think that verse 41 um is Ooh. powerful wow. when it says they limited the Holy One of Israel. In other words, God wanted, we will never know what God really wanted to do because the children of Israel limited him from doing it. And so often we blame God for things not happening when in essence it's not God, it's us. It's it's us as human, human beings. And I to have that said of me that I limited God, that God wanted to do things, great and mighty things. He wanted to do exceedingly abundantly above what I could ask or think, but he couldn't because I was limiting him by my unbelief, by my, by sin. I was, I was, I wasn't willing to deal with by, by my own pride. And I guess that challenges me and, and to think that we forget all of the things God does for us, how he stands against those who hate us, how he delivers us from those who would seek to harm us, how he 
does things for us today just like he did for the children of Israel and what he did in Egypt. But we don't see it. We won't recognize what he's doing. We're we're not willing to come to terms with the fact that it has nothing to do with our greatness. The fact that there's any success, the fact that there's anything good that comes out of our puny lives is all because of who Jesus Christ is. And I think that's an incredible lesson to remember that we are nothing. We're we're no better. We're the we're just we're sheep. That is not a compliment. Being called a sheep is not a compliment. It's a it's an animal version of a knuckleheaded idiot. Yeah. But God still takes us and leads us. He still I just read Psalm twenty three this morning in my devotions. Even when we're stupid, when we're knuckleheads, when we come to him as lost sheep, when we come to him as the idiots, as the flesh that we are, and say, God, if you'll take me the way I am, and if you'll mold me and make me into what you want me to be, if you'll lead me beside those still waters and restore my soul, God will do those things that he wants to do, that he's willing to do, that he's prepared to do, if we won't limit him. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's good. So I think, I think this is what it comes down to here. And, and let me just finish off these verses again, and then, then I'll, I'll go back. I know I'm talking sideways here, uh, but, but I, think, I think we're going in the right direction here. Um, and he smote all the firstborn, remember that, because he put the blood on the door, and, and the chief of their strength in the tabernacles of Ham, but made his own people to go forth like sheep, guided them in the wilderness like a flock, and he led them on safely, on that they feared not, but the sea overwhelmed their enemies. And again, over and over again, he's, he's talking about what he did for his people. And he brought them to the border of his sanctuary, even to this mountain, which was right, uh, which his right hand had purchased. He cast out the heathen also before him and divided them as an inheritance by lime and made the tribes of Israel to dwell in their tents. So, I mean, God's talking about how he made all these things happen, how all these things are happening. But it comes back to a couple things we've come across that we limit God or we offend God. Two words. We saw them. We, we saw that in our Bible reading, you know, that limiting mm -hmm. was really scary, limiting God. So somehow, Stephanie, in the next couple minutes, we need to figure out a way in 2021. We talked about the God suckers that they need to come out of our lives. We talked about the fun suckers, the joy suckers, as we've been going through this. God suckers are much more important than that. People who suck God out of us want us to do all these sinful things, want us to direct our path at arguing with them, want to split up families, want to split up churches, want to split up, uh, you know, Christians from non-Christians. Want to, you know what I'm saying? This is, yeah. we've talked about this for the last two years. We've known each other, but mm -hmm. but how? How in the world, and we talked about this ending a little bit last time, but how in the world do we de do these two things? How can Stephanie Wesco waking up tomorrow morning uh, right out of the chute make sure that tomorrow I don't offend God? How do you do that? By walking with him, by making his word your compass, by seeking him, by depending on him, where Christ is your life. It's not about you. It's about him being magnified. And when he's the focal point, when you're looking to Jesus as the author and finisher of your faith, you're not going to be perfect. 
you're not you're gonna make mistakes you're a human being the point is that your eyes you keep running the race with your eyes fixed on jesus christ and that's what the christian life is all about for the ups for the downs for the failures for the successes it's all about jesus christ being glorified yeah yeah and so and i guess what that would almost be stephanie uh what you would say now now what would you say a devotion looks like to you just going back to you said in my devotions this morning you read psalm 23 you were in proverbs what does a devotion look like to you uh, in the morning so devotions to me i mean it varies this morning i went through the psalms and read um all the psalms for today that coordinated with today's date so um, the 23rd, I read the 23rd, the 53rd, the 83rd, um, and so on through Psalms and read Proverbs 23. And then I did Bible journaling on verses that the Lord, that stood out to me, that the Lord um, gave me that were great encouragements. And um, I mean, not every morning's exactly the same. And sometimes it doesn't happen in the morning. I'm just laid up with the surgery. So I am able to do them um, in the morning with this. But just spending time with the Lord saying, God, give me something today that will challenge me, that will comfort me, that will help me. Um, you know my needs more than I do. And um, I just love that he's always faithful when you seek him. When you say, God, I need something from you today, he gives it. Um, no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. And we know that his word, that knowing him is a very good thing. And so going to him honestly just he already knows who you are he already knows what's in your heart yeah and so just going to him each day with that open real it's a relationship it's like he's your it's he's your heavenly father who loves you he's our bridegroom we can go to him and talk to him as our very best friend yeah and, and you just reminded me of a hymn and i know you already picked one out but i was just sitting here thinking about the devotional thought making sure we're not offending God, making sure we're not limiting God. And what was coming to my mind as you were saying that is, you know, and he walks with me and he talks with me and he, you know, folks, we need to have that walk with God. We need to have that talk with God. We need to have that time. And it doesn't have to be when you, you know, I'll be quite honest with you. When I first get up in the morning, I'm focused on just a couple things, you know, right away. And so for me, I exercise and do, you know, listen to podcasts, uh, sometimes listen to Bible reading, always listen to preaching. You know, my whole walk is generally at least 90% of it is podcasts. And uh, I'll walk an hour and a half. I'll run a little bit in there, not much. And, and, but I need that before I can even do my devotion. I need that time to be uh, a human being. I need that exercise time. And uh, I need that devotion time, but it doesn't have to be very first thing, but it has to be every day. Mm-hmm. I think we're better yeah. human beings when we do it that way. And we do, do, we need to walk with God. We need to talk with him. We need to pray to him. We need to ask him. And Stephanie's system, if you don't know her and Charles used to, they would read a Psalm and then they would add 30 and then they would add 30 until they ran out of Psalms. And then they would do the same day. So today would be the 23rd. So she read the 23rd Psalm and then she added 30 in the 53rd Psalm and so on. She read a few Psalms and Proverbs. For me, I do daily in the word uh, that you can get downloaded to you uh, on the internet. It's, it's out of West Coast Baptist College or something like that. I really enjoy that. Uh, and then I do the podcast. 
But so, Stephanie, practically, I know you're going to go to a song here in about 30 seconds. Practically, so we don't end up limited and offending you, hit us really good on. Give us one practical lesson that somebody can do leaving this podcast that'll help them. Can you think of a word of wisdom, one lesson that would help us? I think I come away from this section just being challenged um, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Um, If you love the Lord, if you're seeking Him, you're not going to end up in the place that the Israelites ended up as a nation where God was having to deal with them with a heavy hand because they wouldn't seek Him. And so just that first and greatest commandment, to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. There it is. There it is, friends. And Stephanie's got a song. What song do you have for us today, Stephanie? So I was going to just do the first verse of Have Thine Own Way, Lord. Amen. Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the potter. I am the clay. Mold me and make me after thy will. While I am waiting, yielded and still. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.